It's time to start your life the way it is meant to be. There's only one time when it will be too late, and you don't want to wait for that. This is Now or Never. The choice is yours. Your host is Karen Wright. Today, you're about to meet some amazing people. The stories are not always happy ones, but they define a healing process. Listen with an open mind and an open heart. Now, here is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome today. I appreciate you making the choice and being here with us. Happy December, December 1st. I cannot believe that this year, 21, is almost to an end. Today, we have two amazing guests with us. Our show title is called Running on Passion and a a Desire to Help Others. Our guests today are Kenneth and Janae Richardson. They're from Ogden, Utah, my hometown. How are you both doing today? Doing great. Good. I'm so excited to have you here. The show today is about fitness, about life. Don't you just love it and find such joy when your personal passion intersects with impacting the people around you? My guests today, Ken and Janae, are about to show their love for running and how it positioned them to give back to their community as a small business owners and encourage others in their own physical fitness journey. Your body is an important part of you. So only one we have. How can you grow and develop through physical fitness? Today, we're going to find out from two experts, Janae and Ken. Thank you so much. So um, as I was I was talking to Ken Janae before you got on, kind of explaining a little bit about what we do for the show. And what we do first off is we do a, a breathing technique. And so I always invite my guests and my listeners, wherever you're at at this time, just to take a step back, sit down, close your eyes, and take a deep breath in. So if you want to join me, this would be great. So just get comfy, both feet planted on the floor. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Another deep breath in and releasing through your mouth. And another deep breath in. And releasing. Now put your arms around your shoulders like you're giving yourself a big hug. And repeat three times, I am worthy of my love. As you're taking your deep breaths in. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. Take another deep breath in. And release. And then tapping three times in your chest the word accept. Accept, accept, accept. Accept. Listeners, I hope as you joined us that you felt a peace, a calmness come to you. The breath of life is so important. And you know, I truly believe in that. And it's a gift that's given to each of us. As we release all the stress, any negative thoughts we might have at this time, now to get rid of them and let them go. 
because it's time for our affirmation. At the beginning of the show, I do an affirmation and I always invite my guests. When I read the card, I'll ask each of you to share with me what came first mind as I read the card. And I was telling Ken at the beginning of the show, before you jumped on, Janae, that I never look at the card. I shuffle my deck of cards and whatever pops out, I slap down. I don't look at it. I put it on my table. So it's always exciting because we never know how time what I'm pulling up. And it's like, here we go. It's a free for all for all of us. So here is a card. Oh, it says, I am proud of myself. I am proud of myself. So who wants to go first to share with our listeners what came to your mind when I read that? I am proud of myself. That, uh, you know, I actually thought of one of our, one of our kids. He's, a, he's seven years old and I, uh, he is, he's very confident and there's a few things that he's done where he's shown his confidence. And, uh, there was a, a race that he did actually, and he took second place and we were, he was super excited about it. We were super excited about it. Uh-huh. And then later Janae did a race and in her race, she took fourth place. And, uh, our, our son said to her mom, you know, I, I, I did better than you. I'm, I'm faster than you. And Janae said, well, I, I don't know if you're faster he said, no, I took second place in my race and you took fourth in yours. I'm faster than you. Uh, but he was definitely proud of himself. And I think the kids can teach us so much about, uh, you know, how we view ourselves and how we treat ourselves. And that's one of the, just a little experience that I really enjoyed thinking about. And that's what came to mind when I thought I'm proud of myself. He was proud of himself. He was very proud of himself. Good for him. Janae, what did you think about? Yeah, I guess I, mine was a little bit different, but my immediate thought was just, you know, the last couple of years have been so crazy for everybody with COVID and all the changes that it has brought. And it's definitely made some changes for us as far as our businesses and how we're tackling things and um, what, you know, what each of us are focusing on. And so I'm just, I'm proud of us for getting through the last couple of years. It's been, it's been tricky. It's been challenging. You know, Karen, you shared some of your challenges before we got on that you've had to, to tackle and maneuver through. And we've had some of those last couple of years. And so I'm just proud that we haven't completely lost our heads and we're still, we're still plugging and, and trekking along. So yes, that's to be celebrated, I think. Well, I love that. And listeners, as You write this affirmation down, sticky note on your mirrors like I have all over my house. I'm proud of myself. Maybe add, I'm proud of myself at this moment. And remember, it doesn't matter what's just happened five minutes ago, but at this moment, you're doing the best you can. And remembering that, I'm proud of myself and be proud of those around you. So I appreciate those words and that you shared with our listeners. I want to introduce... um, Ken and Janae. So their bio is, I read their bio and Ken gets on. I'm like, oh my gosh, Janae, how did you guys meet up? This is like a powerhouse couple right now that we get to listen to and talk to today. So Kenneth Richardson loves being a husband and father. And those roles have helped him to become a resourceful and energetic entrepreneur driven by a desire to change and impact the lives of others in a positive way. When Ken looks in the mirror, he sees not only a husband, father, and entrepreneur, but he also sees a runner, 
a leader, an optimist, and a bit of a spreadsheet geek. He is passionate about physical health and fitness, and many of his businesses have kept him connected to his own roots in fitness. He ran cross-country and track at Weber State University in Ardenita, where he met his beautiful wife, Janae. She is also a competitor at, at Weber State. Their love of running and helping others stay healthy has experienced has given has expanded over the years as they have grown Utah running both online and with a retail presence in Ogden. So Janae and Ken, as we know, met in at Weber State. Janae is from Idaho and she moved from Idaho to come up to Weber State and she also ran cross country and that's where they met. They fell in love with each other and with the Wasatch Mountains, the people of Ogden and the vibe, they decided never to leave. She decided never to leave. <laughs> he was already here. <laughs> Owning a brick and mortar local business seemed like a great way to give back to the community where they are raising their three children. So in 2019, they opened up Utah Running Shop as an extension of their existing business, UtahRunning.com. Janae has a master's degree in exercise science and has been coaching runners of all levels for 15 years. She is currently the vice president of the nonprofit Velocity Kids Running Club and assistant coach at Weber State University for the cross country and track team and a physical education teacher at the local junior high. So raise a roof. Here we go, people. Woo! <laughs> I love it. So first off, I want to find out if you guys can talk to me. Tell me a little bit about what utahrunning.com is all about. What can I find when I go there? Yeah, uh, well, utahrunning.com actually it initially started just with an online presence. We didn't have the retail store. And we had a few friends that we saw at a 5K fun run. And they wanted to know where, where runs were at and what runs they could do. And so we, did, we agreed to meet at a race the next week. And uh, then, so the next week came along. We went to the race that we had designated, and they weren't there. And we called, and, hey, where are you guys at? And it ended up that they were at a different race in Davis County, which is where we we'd agreed to go to the Davis meet. And uh, so we decided to start a, an online calendar to help people know where to find races and find events. And so that's where it all started. And then it's just kind of expanded from there to, uh, to today where we've got the online presence in e-commerce and then also the retail presence here in Ogden. I, I love that. So lack of communication helped you guys become better communicated through... <laughs> Through the calendars and scheduling and bringing in all the running events and bring it into one place so people can go to one place and see all the different events that are happening for that month. I love it. No brainer right there. And you guys did it. Yep. Other people are probably struggling going, what are we supposed to be doing here? <laughs> <laughs> so as I read in the bio, you both met at Weber State. Um, so Janae, was there like one of those like aha moments you see Ken running all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I got to go get to know this guy. Like, what about this guy? <laughs> or was it more casual? Like, you played it really coy. Yeah, there's lots of uh, funny stories I could definitely tell. Um, one, 
one thing, so the boys, they did a lot of things separate, but we would be on the track at the same time sometimes. And I remember when I was starting to like Ken, I don't think he knew anything about that at the time. Um, but uh, I noticed that he was wearing the same running shorts to every practice. And I was <laughs> like, ooh, that's kind of gross, you know? And, uh, but I, I overlooked that. We started dating and started uh, falling in love. Um, and it wasn't until years later that I found out, and I don't even know how it came up, but I found out that the boys in their locker room, if they, they had these little like uh, hooks that if they hooked their clothes around this little wire and hung it on their locker, there was a janitor at the school that would wash their clothes for them. So oh, Ken wow. was hooking these running shorts on this hook every day and they were getting washed. So See, I, they were clean. It was just a confirmation later on that like he wasn't dirty. He wasn't running in the same stinky shorts every day. Thank um, goodness. <laughs> but, but yeah, it took us a little bit. It wasn't, I knew Ken for a couple of years before we started dating. We were on the team for a couple of years and I think I've always appreciated that because I got to know him just as a friend and I got to see him. I think we got to see each other both just in a comfortable element because we weren't trying to necessarily move anything forward at that point. Um, I always give Ken a hard time because he was always dating girls from other schools. And so he was a little bit mysterious in his dating life. But mm -hmm. I was I was pretty smart. I could figure things out pretty easily. But he had a few she rules did. and I had to break some of his rules in order for him to to come my way a little bit. So I don't know if you want to tell me about that. Well, yeah, those were silly rules. Uh, I, I didn't date short girls. I'm really short. She's very short. <laughs> How uh, tall are you, Jeanette? How I, tall are you? I didn't, I didn't date girls on the track team because mm -hmm. I felt like there was just kind of always drama. He's a <laughs> yeah. like that. That's what he always say. Yeah, and then I didn't date girls that lived in my neighborhood. Because, again, there's drama. Everybody's close and knows what's going on. But uh, lucky for me, I broke all three of those rules, and, and, I, and I got a winner. I'm so glad you broke them, because <laughs> you would have been left alone, dude. <laughs> I, I know. It took me a while. I had to work on them. <laughs> I love it. So, Janae, how tall are you? So, I, I'm like four ten and a half, maybe. And can you um, I never hit that five foot mark. Never had those girl spurts that kids have. I don't know what those are about. And Ken's six two. Yeah. So I don't know, like a foot and a half taller than me. So yeah. So yeah, That's six, yeah you can't tell too much. But when we're standing, brushing our teeth in the mirror, I'm like, wow, we look kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but or no, it's not names, ridiculous. But, and our so what? Um, what? What did you guys compete in? Like, were you a sprinter then, Janae, at Weber State? No, we were both distance runners. So I did the 5K and the 10K. So the longer events were better for me. There's an event called the Steeplechase that I did a little bit because everyone at Weber State does the Steeplechase. And yes. I actually was a, I was a decent hurdler. I did pretty good with it, but 3,000 meters is the that event distance and it's just too short for me i needed longer so 5k 10k was where uh, my sweet spot was unfortunately because 10k on a track is a really long long time but right so with this steeplechase explain to the listeners because some people might know not know what that entails yeah i'll let him because that's okay. actually ken's main event was the steeplechase so let me tell him what it was all about sure 
Perfect. Yeah, the steeplechase is really fun. There's there's barriers, so they're they're not like a hurdle. When you hit a hurdle, a hurdle hurdle moves. When you hit a barrier, you're done. Uh, <laughs> it's a yeah. it's a and they're three they're three feet tall, and um, you you have to hurdle those barriers. And then once per lap, there's a water jump, and so there's a barrier. And then there's a, a three foot pool of water that slopes back up to ground level. So uh, you, you usually step in the water and then your next step is out of the water. So you get step a little on the barrier. Yeah. Step on the barrier. The water and then one foot out. Is what you want. Yeah. And so the steeplechase is really a lot of fun just because you've got the, the, the barriers, you've got the water jump, uh, you, you've got your competitors. It's, it's a really fun event. I really enjoyed it. That's amazing. It's kind of like when they jump horses, they have to go over the water, they have to go over the <laughs> barriers. The right. I'm just seeing you le- leaping like a horse. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. And it's, uh, I'll brag for Ken a little bit. He got, he was a walk-on onto Weber State's team. So didn't start out with a scholarship, worked his way into being competitive on the national level. And he ended up being just two seconds away from qualifying for the Olympic trials in that event at the time. Wow. Yeah, what year was that? That was 2004. 2004? Yeah. Yep. Wow. That is crazy. Two seconds. It's like, can you just, like, <laughs> can you just, I know, a just bit a faster? little bit more. <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> but I bet that gives you, I mean, I bet that was such an accomplishment just knowing that you were right there. I mean, is it harder to be two seconds or, then like 30 seconds yeah i think it's the you know as as you get faster that marginal gap is a little bit harder to cover but you know that's where you do the little things and sometimes those little things can make make the big difference that's right sometimes being that close keeps you trying too yeah i was gonna say that's just like okay i got it i'm two seconds away i can do this you know which is absolutely amazing that is great So we're going to be going into our break here, but listeners, stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to learn more about how the running has impacted this family. They have three little kids that we're going to talk about, not little, but we're going to talk about their kids, bringing them in, and then how they've taken their running, their love, and they've decided to do something with it. And I've always told my kids, if you, whatever you decide to do for work or your job, make sure you love it because then it's never work or or a job. So listeners, we'll be right back after this message. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Paths Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. 
Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth. Live now and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. We have had the privilege for the beginning of the show to speak with Ken and Janae Richardson. They're both from Ogden, Utah, locals from where I'm at. And our title today is Running on Passion and a Desire to Help Others. And that is exactly what Janae and Ken have done. They are runners from Weber State. We found out at the beginning that... um, Ken missed qualification for the steeplechase by two seconds for the Olympic team. Did I say that right? Olympic trials, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, we have, we've got two athletes, pro athletes here with us right now, which is absolutely amazing and so much fun to be, be with you guys today. So, how do you, um, you guys are running, you're runners, and you have family, kids, so... Are you one of those those parents that are like, you're going to run? You have no other choices. You're going to run. You're not playing soccer. You're not doing these other sports. How does that, how do you do that? Or have you done that? Yeah, I feel like we tried to be more subtle, but there's definitely some brainwashing that goes on. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think mostly we've tried to just lead out by example. Our kids know we get up every morning, we go running. Um, they see that we're, you know, involved with it, with our, with our profession and what we do with our businesses and that it's really important to us. Um, we have our, we did start a kids running club called Velocity. And so they've participated in that and they've made some really good friends in that. We really appreciate in our running background, the social aspect of running. It's really fun to catch up with friends and stay connected with friends and, so the kids have enjoyed that, but my background, my education and the research that's out there shows that it's not actually best to have kids focus in on one sport really early. Um, it's better for them to get a variety. And so we have tried to do that with our kids as well. They, they uh, do soccer and basketball and 
Um, we've done baseball, baseball. at times and yeah. coached, coached our youngest son's little t-ball team last year. And that was a little bit boring, but it's still fun to be involved with his things. And so, yeah, we've tried to make it a part of our everyday lives. So they, they see that, but um, we don't want to, We've been pretty careful to not bring them out too soon. We really don't know what we're doing, honestly, with kids. So yeah, we just <laughs> you, you haven't read the book yet. A lot of questions of people that have done it before us and find out what's worked for them. And it, it seems like um, it's better to kind of wait to get enough focus on it. But I think we've got them involved enough. Just like Ken shared the story about Everett earlier, they they found some success in it, and I think that that. We're all a little bit competitive in our house, so they think they like that part. I think they've gotten a little bit of a taste of it at least, so that hopefully it's something they'll come back to down the road if they want to. Um, yeah. But the focus has just mostly been that we want them to be healthy and they they need to be active. It's really easy for kids these days to just gravitate to screens, and our kids are no different. We Our life revolves around screens and the days that we let them do that and the days that we don't, and um, but we just try to emphasize that they need to maybe think about how to fit fitness into their day or at least a few days a week, right? So that um, so that they're staying active. I think it's a lot different these days compared to when we grew up. We we were outside. We were playing. We, we didn't have to, like, think about our health and fitness. We were just doing it. And now I feel like kids have to maybe more adult and adult-like and mature in that. And they have to recognize they have to make time to oh, I need to be outside, I need to get fresh air, I need to move around and plan some activities that are doing that for our bodies. So I think, yeah, I think that's great advice because I'm with you. It's like my kids were outside all the time. We didn't watch TV very much, you know, and they enjoyed it. And they had the experiences of trying multiple different sports from when they were younger all the way through. And I think that's great advice. You don't want your kids to get burned out. I've seen so many kids just my my kids are grown now. They hit high school age and they're like top of elite. And we did a lot with soccer and they were so burned out. They didn't want to play once they reached high school. And I used to um, come winter months, the soccer teams would go inside and play indoor soccer. You know, I always pulled my kids out. And we would snow skied and we did other things. And the coaches would be like, well, they're going to have to come back and in their spot and all this stuff. I'm like, they're going to come back. They're going to be stronger and more motivated to play soccer for you. So don't worry about it. They'll be fine. And they were, you know. So plus I think that's plus great is fun. So it's a great winter activity. I know. That's how I feel. I'm like, soccer year round when you could go skiing and play outside. <laughs> no, I think that's really smart, Karen. Yeah, I think that you get kind of pressured in as a parent to just commit kids so early to these sports and soccer is one of those it's we had Rayleigh in soccer she's on a comp team and she got in great shape playing midfield running back and forth for a, you know an hour and 20 minute game and we love that part um but it, it is tricky to not feel like you're letting the team down or the coaches down but it's so important for them to get a variety of movement in different directions you know for for running it's it's just this forward motion and you're strengthening your muscles in just that one direction. These kids have got to get some some side-to-side movement and just all sorts of different things going so that they can strengthen their bones and muscles correctly. And so, yeah. And then the mental part that you mentioned, like they're, they're going to have more fun. 
switching it up. They're going to just come back ready to work because they're not just burned out on that one sport. So, yeah. So you both have both competed in high level um, from running with your teams and stuff with Weber State. Um, how have you learned about teamwork and motivation through those experiences, Ken? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, Janae mentioned the social the social aspect of running. Uh, and I think that's one of the great benefits of, of running or a running team or running club. Uh, and for us, our experience with our teams, it's, it's kind of built a foundation of uh, being able to understand what it is to work together, to push one another and to set goals together as a group and as a team. And, and I think that in, in running, it's, a, it's unique because you really are pushing each other and helping each other to really kind of achieve more as a team. And, uh, you know, there's other sports and other activities that are great for the same, the same thing, but the, the concept and the principle of teamwork and utilizing those around you for motivation is something that's really special. And, uh, and that's one thing actually that we do with Utah running. We, we wanted to try and build a team experience because a lot of times what ends up happening after high school is it just, it just stops for people. So if they run in high school or if they play basketball or if they, you know, there's lifetime sports, you can, you can keep playing basketball, you can keep golfing, you can keep playing tennis, you can keep doing all those other things, but it's really difficult sometimes to, to get into that team environment. And uh, we just think it's really healthy to be able to have a team or have a group that creates some accountability, helps with goal setting, and and helps you to, to progress. And that's one of the main lessons I would say we've learned from our competition at a higher level is that the teamwork and those that you associate with, they, they can really make a difference in your desire and your motivation and your effectiveness at, at achieving goals and pushing yourself to, to a higher level for wherever you're at. You know, like my... My level may not be now the same as it was in 2004, but I can push myself and, and the friends that I run with and train with now, they, they help me push myself to a higher level for what my, my current fitness and current life status is. Mm-hmm. I think that's important to remember too, because I ran, I used to run, did a couple marathons, but I wasn't like you guys. I just like trying to finish. Um, but as I've gotten older, I realized my body starts hurting. You know, and so I'm on the trails and I'll run the flats and but I'm hiking the dogs, doing things like that. Um, and like Janae, you said, like weight training or getting the just not the same repetition over using the same muscles. That's really important to engage and do other, you know, other things, pickleball, whatever it is. I'm, I'm doing all these sports that people like me do. No, I'm kidding. Pickleball. My kids play pickleball. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I love shuffleboard. <laughs> Shuffleboard's great. So that's a good movement. Right? You gotta get the shoulders going. No, but um, I, I do. I think it's really important to listen to your body because we can push our body so much, but we gotta remember this is this body has to last us for a while. And we, we need to treat it and respect it and and love and love our body. Um so for the runningutah.com, can anyone join? What what about me? Like I'm not this runner is it more for athletic or um more competitors 
or beginners can join? How do you? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so we we have a few different tiers, which I think um, is helpful. So we have Utah Running Club, which is a statewide running club. We have five or six groups uh, with club captains leading out along the Wasatch Front. And and anybody can come to those runs at any time. You don't have to be an official club member or anything. It's just the the point is just to get people out and again trying to help them um, get involved with the group because that's where the accountability comes in and that's where the fun comes in. It keeps people um, engaged with with the group. And so we have Utah Running Club, and then within Utah Running Club, we do have a racing team and a, an elite racing team and a trail team. And so the, the elite team is obviously like our top tier. Those are, those are athletes coming off of uh, college running and are they're, they're continuing to be competitive in Utah as well as outside of Utah. They are chasing down maybe some of those Olympic trials times in the marathon um, or other events. And so uh, we have that elite team um, keeping people motivated at that level. And then we have what we call just racing team. And those are, those are kind of groups of people that are like, um, they do really well in their age group. So if they're going into races, they're finishing maybe in the top three to five in their age division. And uh, a lot of times they're the ones that are trying, you know, they're qualifying for the Boston marathon. So they're still really great athletes, super committed and dedicated to the sport but it gives them a group of people again that are wearing the same singlet. And when they show up on a starting line, um, they're working together or they're training together in some of, some of our Utah running club groups. Um, and so you've got that. And then we also have a trail team that we started up last year, uh, okay. which has been really fun. The trail scene is, it's just a whole different vibe. It's, it's a little more laid back and it can be kind of um, just social and fun. Right. Yeah. And so that it's not so much, it's not so much about time. Like if there, people are sitting here in certain times, it's not about that as far as making our team, the trail team, it's more about being um, competitive in, in those races, but also just an inspiration and a, a motivator to other people. They just represent what we want the brand to represent, which is just a lifestyle that's healthy and inspiring and um, motivated. And so uh, so there's those kind of more competitive groups, but there's also just Utah Running Club, which just embodies anybody. Um, you know, even you, Karen, when you're like, well, I'm not a runner like you guys. I, you know, I'm just trying to finish a marathon. I give people a hard time about that. I'm like, if you're out there doing it, if you're putting one foot in front of the other, you're a runner. It doesn't, nobody, there's no definition that says you have to run a certain pace to be a runner um, or do certain things. And so, that's sometimes the message that we're trying to get across with the, with Utah running club is that um, that accountability piece and that camaraderie is so important. We want people, one of our taglines is uh, a place for every pace. So we want people to, to come in and feel like they can, they can fit in and, and just, it doesn't matter if they start with the group and the group kind of spreads out, but they have a group that starts them and, and finish in the same place. And so it's, we're all going through the same pain, and, and that's how life is, too. we got to kind of buoy each together. other up, yep, even though we're in different spots along that life that lifeline. So That's for sure. There's um, Ogden has produced a lot of top athlete runners that have made it or qualified this close to the Olympics. Um, 
who is if he just did it's my son's friend i'll come up with the name but say tell us some of the names out there there's collister april yes, collister sarah. sarah collister with the boston marathon yep we've got um Lexi Thompson, she just graduated from Weber State and ran on her first marathon. She ran 230. Which uh, is an incredibly is, fast marathon yeah, for a woman. Yep. Very, very impressive for her. Second place in the Philadelphia Marathon. We have Summer Allen. She uh, is still running up at Weber State, but she qualified for the Olympic trials in the steeplechase. So she ran in the Olympic trials this last spring and uh, made it to the final uh section of the olympic trials so she i mean that was incredible um i'm trying to think what some of the guys we've had jared Uh, from kaysville area that made it to the marathon olympics um jordan cross have you heard jordan Jordan cross jordan cross yep he ran in the olympic trials and people chase this spring as well yep um he's an amazing athlete so it's yeah, there's been a lot. And even with the the more mature runners, like I know Brad Barton. Yeah, Brad has he's set some world records for age group world records. In the mile. Yeah, an incredible mile and steeplechase. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's here from Utah as well. Uh, I mean, really, right now the programs in Utah, you know, Weaver State's program, SUU's program, BYU's program, just incredible strength for the running community in Utah, at, at least at, at the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. And uh, fun to see that as well. And it's fun to see the ties between the programs. You know, uh, Logan Petty, he used to work for us at the shop and he took a job coaching at SUU and he ran at, U- at Utah Valley. So there's just kind of this networking group of runners and they continue to help each other and, and push running to, to a higher level, both in Utah and, and across the nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been really impressed. Like, these are just, you know, my neighborhood friends or whatever, you know, people. <laughs> but it's amazing the, the dedication, like you, you have to be dedicated. And I believe there has to be, you have to have that love and you have to enjoy it. Because you guys go through a lot of a lot of training, a lot of stress, just like, you know, you have to have that love and for it. And a lot of people look at runners and go, they are insane. Like you guys, hundred, you know, a hundred mile race. I'm like, who does that? And <laughs> and why? Why would you want to do that? That just hurts me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they're powerful people. They're mental. They just understand the power of the brain and what the brain can do. And I totally believe that mentally you have to be strong in order to get through some of those humps that you hit running the long distance like you do. Like you do. Um, I would love to, as we come back after this break, is talk about a little about the mentality, the mental part of running and what it entails. And I want to learn more about this store that you opened up in 2019 here in Ogden, Utah. I'm so excited to know more about that. So listeners, we'll be right back after this message with Janae and Ken Richardson. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
the book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Paths Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. It is almost the new year. January is right around the corner, and we're talking about fitness and keeping our body in shape and running, and we have two athletic and performers here that went to Weaver. They're both runners. They both are um, qualified, qualified. Oh, what do I want to call you guys? Just human beings i'm just like you guys just make me happy when i'm around and just talking with you we have a lot of people we know in common and it's just been so fun to to get to know you even more so um before we went into break we we're talking about the 100 mile races and um ken you just won a marathon yeah right and so training with a marathon i've had this question when i <laughs> I was running mine. People are like, how do you do it? I'm like, kind of like what you said, Janae, put one step in front of the other. You take a foot, you take a step, you take a step type yeah. thing. But there is, um, we talked a little bit before going to break that it's a lot of mentally preparing yourself. So how can, when you're training for the marathons or in the middle of the race, how do you, I know it usually happens before you race and compete, the training part besides the body, but also the mental part. Mentally preparing yourself. Is there something that you do just steady, regular all the time? You know, I think that I think consistency can create kind of a mental, uh, a mental foundation for you. You know, when you're consistently working out, consistently putting in the mileage, 
uh, and creating help, creating healthy habits, though that consistency can create uh, a mental foundation for you, you know, so that when you're in the middle of the race or when you're in the, in the tough part of the race, you can think back and think, okay, I've done the workouts. I've done the work. I just need to relax. And I just need to, I just need to get this next mile. I need to get this next, this next mile split or get this next little step or hit this next hill. Uh, and I think that that's one of the things mentally that's that whether it's in life or, or in running or in a marathon or one of the hundred mile trail races, sometimes we start thinking about, Oh man, this it's 26 miles. I've got so much more. I've still got so much left, but when you break it down and you think, okay, I can get to the top of this hill. I, I've done the work. I can get this next mile in. I just need to hit my split on this mile. And then, and then I'll see where I'm at. And I think that that's, that's one of the things I've loved about the conversation and, and kind of that breathing exercise at the beginning too, is that mentally it really benefits us when we're trying to perform at a certain level, it benefits us to be in the moment and to be focused on, okay, what can I do now to accomplish my goal or to push myself to the next level? That's, that's where I think would be one of the mental tips would just be in that moment and work. You're in the zone. Kind of in that zone running. And um, I had a question and it just went, it flew away because it was something about what you said. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to ask you about that. Um, So as you're running, you're in the zone, you're living in the the now, the moment is now. Okay, here's my question. So you're talking about time splits. Runners always are wearing a watch. They're always clicking, clicking off, clicking. Like I'll be passing... Paul and Anna live up the street. And so Paul will be running on the trails. And I'm like, yeah. you know, my dogs are ever at him. I'm like, so sorry. And he stops his watch. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts it and takes off again. I'm like, what is it with the watch? And it's not just Paul. I've seen, even in high school, my daughters would do it. I'm like, what is the deal with the watch and the stopping? Well, I think I, it's uh, it's the things that you track. Those are the things that, you track and measure. Those are the things that improve. And, uh, you know, you track your time. You got to track how far you went. You can't go. And, and now with the technology with like Garmin watches and, and Sunto and Coros and all those watches that are out there, it's, uh, it's tracking everything. And it goes back to kind of the, the uh, spreadsheet geek that you mentioned in my bio. I, I love tracking stuff. And I think runners, there's, there's a little bit of there's a little bit out in every runner that they just gotta stop the watch, make sure you track pretty close to exact how far you ran, what time you ran. <laughs> Which totally makes sense. I mean, every you only you perform as you know where you've been, right? You continue to improve once you know where you've been. So tell me, how did you decide to get into the running store? So Utah running. Um, Came about in 2019. Mm-hmm. And by the way, people, that's where I buy my shoes, just so you know. <laughs> always supporting the locals, and I'm always like, okay, go down there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, what made you both decide? 2019, that was right before COVID hit, or beginning. Yeah, we didn't, yeah. Know. We didn't know quite what was going to be going down, but... Uh, we just had the previous owners approach us. There's, there's a couple of different running stores in this community. And um, it, one of them that has, did we mention it? 
It's kind of like Baltimore. We don't mention the name. <laughs> um, they were lo- it was a locally owned store and then got bought out by a national company. And so, um, you know, honestly, I don't think we'd considered owning a local store because there was a local business owner presence there. But that changed. And then a couple of years later, we had the owners of Peak Performance reach out to us. And I think they were getting a little maybe burned out. It wasn't really going in the direction they wanted it to. And they knew how passionate we were about running. And so they asked us if we wanted to to buy them out and um, move forward with that. I know I probably haven't thought about a brick and mortar store as much as Ken had. Ken is a his mind is always uh, thinking on big ideas. He's an entrepreneur, and so he's always got he's always got things ticking in his mind of what would make it bigger and better. And so I know that when this opportunity came along, he was excited about it, and he's the one that figures it out, makes it work, and um, juggles the cash flow and figures out how we can make it work financially. And and so yeah, it was a really fun fun thing. It was at that point where we felt like you know Ogden could use a local running store again, people that are embedded in this local running community and know what people want and need and can give them, you know, not just running shoes, but can give them advice on running and can um, understand running injuries and and all the things that go into uh, running and making sure that you keep doing it and stay healthy. And so we wanted to be able to provide the education piece and the chance for people to put shoes on their feet and fill them. Um, that's still important to us. You know, you can obviously buy things online, which is fine, you know, but you can't necessarily try on 10 pairs of shoes and find out out of those 10 pairs, which one feels best on your feet or jump on the treadmill with those shoes and get a video analysis and have an expert tell you, you know, those ones look like they'd be a good fit for you or no, this isn't giving you enough support. Uh, we need to switch it up a little bit. And so we, we were excited about, being able to provide that for people and maybe give back a little bit to the community that we've just fallen in love with. Um, it's such a, I mean, you know, Karen, the, the downtown Ogden vibe, um, people just really look out for each other and um, people are a, lot, are a lot like what you said earlier, where it's, you know, I'm going to go buy my shoes there because it's a local business. I really feel like the local businesses are supported by the Ogden community. Um, they do a good job with it. So we've been really grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah, they have. And there's so many just cute shops downtown 25th Street. And you guys are right on the Riverwalk next to Slackwater Pizza and by the bike shop, too. Right. No, yeah. Wasn't exactly. yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like you guys are just I just love it. I just want to shout out to both of you for for bringing this opportunity to the Ogden area for having a beautiful store there with lots of different types of running shoes, trails, street shoes, everything. And I appreciate that. And you guys are good at what you do. You help me. I know you helped many other people finding the right shoe to fit. And as we move forward with the, the Velocity Kid Running program that, Janae, you're helping with and giving that, those children those little wins and how important it is. And to me, running is something that, is a sport that anyone can do once they have the heart and passion into it. So before we, we click off here, Ken, is there a word of advice, anything you can give our listeners today that they could take with them for this week? You know, I would just say uh, set goals. 
be set some goals and, and, and think about your own physical fitness and your own health and, and then start. That's, that's the biggest thing that, uh, it kind of along the lines of what Janae said earlier, you know, you don't have to be a runner. There's, there, there's no definition of what a runner is. It's, a, it's somebody to me, a runner is somebody who puts the effort in to be healthy and fit by making an effort to run. And that's just one foot in front of the other. And we even have people who and, come out for our club runs that walk. And so that would be yeah. the advice I give is, is uh, take some time to think about your own health. Think about your own fitness goals, and especially as we head into a new year, what is it that you'd like to do? What is it that you'd like to be and become? And and then begin. Start start now to work towards that. And running is a great tool to be able to help with your fitness goals. I appreciate that. Listeners, so set your goals. Take one, one foot in front of the other. Look about your health, what your healthy goals want to be for the next coming year. And Janae, how about you? Anything you can with our listeners yeah i think that it's just important to just keep looking forward and just a little bit of what ken said remind me of that i i think for us especially we have had moments in our life where we're we've been really fit and um for me right now like i'm probably never going to be as fast as i was in college but it's important to to not look back don't look up at where you've been don't compare maybe to where you've been because sometimes that can be discouraging and just you know, figure out where you want to go, start where you're at, keep moving forward and um, be patient with yourself. I think we're really hard on ourselves. It's easy to, to mentally get discouraged, um, but the just trying to be consistent and disciplined, um, giving yourself a reason to push through pain and discomfort and um, realizing that th- that pain and that discomfort, those challenges are what help us grow and change and um, don't get discouraged by that. Just keep plugging. Thank you both for your word of advice. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember our affirmation. I'm proud of myself. The breath is the gift of life. Choose now and live. Re- remember, this world is not for sissies. We are here to experience our own story as we each walk our personal journeys. Have an amazing day and thank you for choosing to be here now. Until next week, sending you all love and light. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now or Never, The Choice is Yours can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll join us again soon.